We decided to talk about viruses and bacteria. Mmm, <laughs> viruses, viruses and bacteria. This is not a good introduction. Is it not? <clears throat> Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Munai Open Relationship, the podcast. Hi, my name is Gwen, and I'm an open relationship coach. And I am Mr. T, her partner in crime. We're here to share our awesome journey with open relationship and non-monogamy. Disclaimer: We are not here to tell you what to do, what is right or wrong in your relationship. We are here to give you ideas and tips based on our own experience. And while doing so, we may discuss things that are not suitable for a younger audience. Welcome back to Munai Open Relationship, the podcast. We are in podcast number seven. Yes. Yay, number seven. Unfortunately for the audience, last week we couldn't record the number seven because... Because of you. Because of you, COVID. We got COVID. We finally got COVID. COVID yes. has arrived finally in New Zealand <laughs> two years later <laughs> um, we are right in the middle of um, our recovery a big wave COVID uh, in New yeah. Zealand with Omicron yeah um, and then we got it last Wednesday so yeah unfortunately podcast was not our priority at that time <laughs> yeah we were not feeling up to the challenge up to talk really <laughs> For a couple um, of days. So we're back. Yeah, we are back and here we are. So today we're going to be talking about, what did you say before? <laughs> today, uh, because we've just survived COVID, <laughs> we decided to talk about viruses and bacteria. <laughs> mm, viruses and viruses and bacteria. This is not a good introduction. Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> so to remember, in the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about different myths about open relationship and one of them is when I <laughs> that being non-monogamous is dangerous for your health because you can catch so many STDs, STDs. and STIs that it's better to be monogamous uh, because monogamy monogamous people don't get any STS. Uh, STIs. Or or STDs. Mm. Bullshit! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was COVID. That was COVID. We decided to, to talk about this um, idea. Obviously, monogamous or non-monogamous, the more sexual partners you have, the more at risk you are to catch an STD or an STI. But there is as much risk as... <clears throat> COVID, but COVID. there is as much risk as being single for example when you're single and you have multiple partners uh you do need to get tested you need to protect yourself use um yeah. condoms etc tests often enough yeah and i don't think it's really different it, it is like saying else. if you drive a car you're gonna get a, cr in a cr car crash like no depends how you drive how you sit you are yeah that's it that's it that was a good one that's a good one I had other in my mind, but they were not going to be. They was not going to be so politically correct. I so yeah, huh? <laughs> no, no, you set up expectations. <laughs> Leave it there. Leave it there. So yeah, it's the same. So you it depends how you connect with other people and how you behave in your sexual life is how at risk you will be. And sometimes they happen. Like you can be a good driver, and sometimes you have. A crash, and it might be your fault. It might not be your fault, mm. uh, but sometimes happen. Sometimes condoms get broken. Sometimes you don't take the precautions, so you get drunk and you have sex unprotected, or you have sex like crazy <laughs> with many people. 
at the same time. And yeah, you can catch it. However, it's like you said before, you can do it as uh, when you are single. Um, yeah, I think um, one of the main thing is potentially have um, checks. So um, chat with your partner, uh, how you want to do it. Is it that you have a check as soon as you have uh, another sexual relationship with someone else, then you kind of agree that you're going to go and do a test? Or is it that you have quite a lot of partners, so you decide that uh, it's a test that's going to happen, I don't know, every two weeks, every month, etc. It's something that you discuss. Um, yeah. And the same is how, how you met your uh, other partners. That's another point. If you just hooking up all the time with people in bars and stuff like that, and you don't have time to connect with those people enough or to know them enough, True. you put yourself on risk. But like you said, it's the same as uh, being single. Being single. Yeah. So... And, and obviously, um, the other factor that is coming here at play is the fact that when you're single, it's your health mm-hmm. that you're putting at risk if you're not taking any precautions. If you're non-monogamous, it's potentially the, the, the health of your partner too. So it's something you don't really want to play with. If you love your partner, <laughs> if you respect them, just make sure that you're careful with, with your health. And that's it, your health habits. Yeah. And, and just communicate with them if something happens. Don't feel guilty or ashamed because maybe, like you said, the condoms broke or something like that. Um, just talk with your partner. Make sure that you yeah. both know what happened and then um, do, do a check. And what you said is really important. There is not shame. Yeah. Uh, if it happened to you, if you get an STD or an STI, I mean, don't, don't spend too much time without checking if you're having a lot of uh, casual sex or if you're having uh, a lot of partners apart from your primary partner. Make sure that you have consistent check at least once a month so you know in which stage you are. And if you get one of them, the earlier you catch it, easier to is to treat it and to... Solve it with no, with no risk to anybody, especially yourself. So as a conclusion, um, it's not that people that are non-monogamous are catching more STIs or STDs. We're more at risk because we have more sexual relationships than monogamous people, um, more partners. But there are some things that we can put in place, like uh, frequent checks and communication with your partner mm-hmm. to avoid for that to happen. Exactly. And I think it's time for our next section. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Once upon a time in a country far, far away. Hashtag New Zealand. Once upon a time, we're going to keep going with our stories and our life in non-monogamy and open relationship. What are we talking about today, Mr. T? We are talking about... Or first threesome. I have a hot potato in uh, my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the best way to portray an English accent. In it? In it? So, yes, we had our first threesome. The two of us and another lady. Oh, okay. So, um, if I remember well, yes, we had... Mm-hmm. I had another threesome with another couple, and then we went to a sex club, we met this couple, mm-hmm. so it was more like a um, swinging type of experience, mm-hmm. but at that point, we haven't had a, a threesome, a proper threesome, a proper, I don't know if it's proper, but <laughs> a threesome, the two of us, with another person, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we wanted to try having a girl with us, right? Exactly, and something that I'm going to tell you guys 
from the beginning, not spoiling anything. It's good to get to know the person before <laughs> you're going to do something like this. In which way? Like, um, do you think you need to be friend with the person or what, what do you need to know about the person? Uh, I, th I think it's good in some point to have talk about sex and how people relate to sex, how they connect with sex and what is sex for them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it obviously we all go. We, we have different different values and different understandings and, and things that we like and things that we don't like, and we create our own rules and how to enjoy sex. This lady that we had, she was a friend of us. She was a good friend of us, and we've been talking a lot. And obviously, you create some expectations. This lady was a beautiful woman. Uh, I've been wanting to have sex with this lady for a very long time uh, did you yeah 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 i remember i met her many years ago oh wow yeah and i remember she was extremely sexy and very i don't know mm. yeah <laughs> uh, so uh, it was like a wow i have obviously this expectations. is all not only expectations but you create this fantasy about this person you know and so sh should we say Yeah. Shall we tell the story of what happened? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... Sorry. <laughs> I'm the, the preamble is, is kind of too long. <laughs> so what happened? You tell it. <laughs> well, um, so like you said, she was a friend. Yeah. Uh, she still is a friend. Yeah, yeah it's a great <laughs> um, friend. And I think she was, I don't know, tell me maybe I'm wrong, but she was more into me than she was into you. She was more looking forward to... Yeah, to experience, have, experience to, having, with another girl. Yeah, than actually having the experience with you but you were kind of like part of the package yeah <laughs> so yeah we we went out and we went in, in this big uh awesome bar with light, loud music and then um at the end of the night we're like okay let's go home and then she's like okay let's go and we're like oh <laughs> we got really excited yeah. i think i think in the bar we kiss And that's the part that for me confused me a little bit because I, I I would be fine if she said look I want to have something with Gwen and I say okay no problem but I think I remember in the bar we we kissed and we had a, a moment mm. a sexy moment together and I thought the like, two of you the, yeah mm. and I think you did too with yeah. her so it was like okay cool it's happening yay and then we went to my place because in that time we were not living together yeah yeah we went to my place. And then when we got there, a few things started to flare up in terms of rules and, and things that she could or could not mm, do. Mm. And it was like, oh, okay, okay. And we had to kind of re... like it, it, For me, it's something that happened in life. Like if I have to think too much about something, it, it breaks the, the, the magic. So yes, yeah, a little disclaimer for, for you guys is um, Mr. T and I have this rule that there's no rule. <laughs> Just because we enjoy not having to think or overthink yeah. things, we like things to be natural, and most of the time when things happen, um, it's because it was on the moment. It flows. We, it we flows, flow, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when there, there are too many obstacles <coughs> or rules or, or things that are stopping us, we're not enjoying as much the experience. Yeah. And it makes us yeah start disconnecting and getting cold about it. Yeah, exactly. Can What? you say one of the rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this lady had a, a, a rule about hygiene where she was finding it really um, uncomfortable to kiss on the mouth. Yeah. 
So we could not kiss each other on the mouth. Mouth, not the mouse. Mouse is Minnie the mouse. Minnie the mouse. It's something different. It's yeah. a different type of, of fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Um, <laughs> Minnie? Did I say Minnie? You, you said Minnie. It's okay. Mikey? Mikey? Huh? Mikey? Mickey. Mickey? Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Mickey. We say Mickey in French. Yeah, we have Mickey or Mickey. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so we, we could not really let go fully and just let ourselves be, really. So yeah. that was one of the rules. And, and, I, th- and I think ki- that's one of the points. Like, kissing is such a... I understand for some people that kissing is so intimate, but at the same time, it's one of the elements that help you to break the ice and to make you feel the other person and understand how much... It, but that was the thing. We kiss on the, on the, on the club. I don't know. But suddenly she didn't want to kiss anymore yeah. after. And it was... All things about uh, oral sex and that she would not go down on me or she would go down on me, but I couldn't go inside of her. I can't remember now. It was so many elements that kind of was really kind of... (laughs) (laughs) So it was not a complete bad experience. No, no, no. It was still funny to, um, to be there with you and experience that in a more intimate type of set up yeah than a club or yeah <laughs> or being with another couple but yeah i think it was not the mind-blowing experience we were expecting and maybe maybe we had um high expectations too potentially it's, it's like a fantasy is there any fantasy that you have you have a certain idea of how the fantasy will be amazing mm. and then when that fantasy doesn't get closer to those points it's like ah True. feels like a disappointment yes but yeah, like I said, it was not a bad experience. No one got fully frustrated. Obviously, I don't think anybody have an orgasm whatsoever. So it was like, eh, okay, yeah, no, nah, yeah. So she left after. Yeah. Didn't stop for the night, and, and then we had sex. Today. And then we had. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we actually do that quite often. Eh? Oh yeah. Then. When we, we go to parties or or we have experiences with other people when we come back home and, and it's like we reconnect. Yeah, and we together. have to celebrate. And we have to celebrate the experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was the story of That's our it. first threesome. Threesome! You hear it, you type it, you send it, you ask for it. You hear it, you type it, you send it, you ask for it. So let's see um, what questions we have for you today. For me, for us, for you, audience. From you, audience. Yes. Not for From the audience. From you and the answers that we have for you. Ah, that's that better? better. That's better. You happy now? Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's jump straight into it. The first question that we had was: Do I have to come out to my friends and family? And if yes, how do I do it? Wow, that's an interesting topic. Obviously, have you have you come out to your family? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. And and like anything, go back to the relationship that you have with your family mm-hmm. and how free you feel to share those things with your family. I think with your friends, uh, it's good to do it, especially if you. Obviously, everybody will know you and your partner mm. and you don't want to people see you or see your partner with someone else outside and, and sure. a date or something like that and goss- start gossiping about that some of you are, are cheating on each other. So I think it's important for your at least your closest friends to be aware of 
your status and, and your relationship and with your family like i said if you have a good relationship with them uh, you know how conservative or non-conservative they are and how much they will accept your choice or not in my case my mom for example my brothers had no problems i told them i told my brothers i think in the beginning of all when we put a title and at the beginning they were like ah that's crazy blah blah, blah. i don't i don't understand only only you can find me yeah yeah only you do that <laughs> but i wanted to tell my mom but I, i have a very close relationship with my mom and i feel like we talk a lot with my mom in terms of uh, sex in terms of stories and, and experiences and stuff like that obviously i don't tell my mom my sexual experiences <laughs> but we talk about sex in general and i didn't want to make comments or do so or say something that will make my mom uncomfortable when she met you so i i thought that was the best thing to do but for example my mom is, is a very conservative conservative in certain areas of her life however she's very acceptance uh, acceptant and respectful for the lives of choice that you that any of my brothers and i wants to do yeah the choice of life that we we have so i remember we were having uh, i went back to visit family and then one night we were having a dinner together with mom and i opened up to her uh, i just said look i have something to tell you because it's, i think it's important for you to understand my relationship and how we deal uh with our relationship with when and i told her that we were in an open relationship and for her it was like what <laughs> what is it what does that mean <laughs> not only that like she was like so you can sleep with other women and she doesn't have a problem and she can sleep with other people with little men and you don't have a problem yeah that's crazy <laughs> i said but if you're happy go for it i don't want to judge you and i think you came a couple of days after and and i came i arrived yeah you yeah, came yeah, to yeah. to Uh, his mom and but she never i don't think ever she make you feel any no never never yeah i think for her just to know that we both happy yeah was the most important part yeah um but yeah she she you, you guys have a really good relationship mm. so to answer the question <laughs> do you have to come out no, no you don't first reason is that it's it's something quite intimate Would you be talking about your sex life if you were monogamous with your family and your friends? Uh, potentially not. If you are and you feel comfortable and you think that they're going to be um, happy to hear about it, just go for it. Maybe prepare with your partner uh, for the... the Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, exactly. Thank mm. you. Where if you are out on a date and then you meet your in-laws... <laughs> <laughs> uh, try to, to make sure that you have a story prepared and that your your partner is is uh, that will be catastrophic knowing the story <laughs> and how do you do it you just need to create the create the space as well i personally uh haven't told my whole family all our friends know about it yeah um from really early on mm -hmm. we never really uh hid that yeah we, we had a time Yeah, I think the first year, not the first year that we were dating, but the first year of our relationship, it took us a while to come up fully to all mm. our friends. Some of our friends, the closest friends knew from the beginning. Yeah. And slowly we started relaxing. Like we, I think we talked about this in, in previous episodes. Yeah. And, and we started coming out 
yeah. to everyone because it's, it's like I said before, like people see you, uh, especially when you are exposed to a community. Yeah. And like we, we like dancing and people in the scene see you on the streets and recognize you and things like that. It's a little bit hard to to lie to people or to have a, yeah. like a second story. It doesn't create more gossiping and, yeah. and more problems. Yeah, I think uh, when at the very beginning of our relationship, I went back to to France and I remember having a conversation with my mom about the fact that I was dating more than one person. Mm. She kind of laughed and we never really, we never talked about sex with my mom mm. or my dad. And um, I remember just saying that to my mom and she kind of replied, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, but that's normal when you're not too serious with the person you're with. So that was... Um, the way she's been brought up and, and how she, she yeah. thinks and um, I didn't try to challenge it I was just um, yeah and uh, I think my sister had a similar reaction at the time um, but you, you came out to your sister recently yeah really recently so the first time I talked about it with my sister was on that same trip back to France um, at the beginning of our relationship mm. and then my sister was in the middle of divorce so she was really excited to be single again and for her having more than one partner just meant that I was not in love with you and I was just uh, being a free woman mm. doing whatever I want <laughs> but yeah I, I did talk to my sister really recently about it and I think obviously because we've been together for seven years there is a certain weight and legitimacy to say, like saying, I'm in an open relationship and it's not that I don't love him. Yeah. Like, I actually love you. Oh, thank you. I do. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, we're just doing our relationship differently. And yeah. she was actually really excited for me. So that mm. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Cool. Awesome. Next second, question. Second question. Cool. The second question is, my partner wants to closed relationship we've been open for a little while for the first time experiencing non-monogamy and now my partner wants to close the relationship again and i don't want to uh, what should we do oh that's a tough one that's a tough one yeah this is a very tough one i think it's a lot you you're gonna have to talk a lot if it's, it's if non-monogamy is part of your who you are and part of your nature nature mm. yeah you can't you can't go against it mm. Because you're going to be holding back on yourself and you will finish creating resentment to your partner sure. and won't help to the relationship in the long term. If it's something that you feel that is not important, that it was found for what it was, but I, and, and the way that the question has been done, I think it is very important for that person to stay non-monogamous. Um, I think it's the two things here. I think when you are in a relationship, monogamous, and you decide to open it, chat with your partner from the beginning about what I call exit strategy, mm. which what's going to happen if one of us doesn't want to stay monogamous or non-monogamous, doesn't mean that we need to break up, kind of try to, to chat about it before. So mm. you kind of have a, a better idea on how to deal with it. And it's also good for the person that is deciding to come back to monogamy. They already have a little idea of what you have in mind and what could happen, you know, mm -hmm. like, so it's not fully unknown. Yeah. And you've had time to think a little bit about it. So that's the first point is to talk about it straight from the beginning. You know, uh, what will happen to our relationship. The second point is being in an open relationship doesn't mean that both of you have to be monogamous. And both of you have to be non-monogamous. Yeah. Right? It's completely possible to have one of you monogamous and the other one non-monogamous. So if that's something that could work for you, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, for your partner as well. And for your partner as well. Yes. So 
yeah, I think it's all about talking about it. Mm. And like Mr. T was saying, try to see if, if it was just a sexual experience and you're happy that you've had it and then you're happy to go back to monogamy. Or if it's actually a little bit more than that and it's really important now for you and for, for your life that you actually keep going on that on that journey of mm. non-monogamy. Yeah, and, and it's important like anything. See what is, is possible to compromise what is not possible to compromise mm. and if that is a element that can determine your the, your future you might need to take the hard decision to to let the other person go and mm, both have to face life finding new partners uh, let it go let it go that was nice <laughs> uh thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah that's it that's it we're done. We're done. We're done for today. We're done for today. Done for cool. Well done. So, guys, I have news for you. I oh, know. Yes, we have news. <laughs> now, not only you can hear this podcast on Spotify, you can listen it in YouTube. So, you can go to YouTube, um, When I Open Relationship, and you will find all the episodes there, and you can start listening all the uh, episodes from YouTube. Uh, we might have some videos um, in the future at some yep. point. Yeah, uh, we are recording right now. Uh, and I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is the end of the episode. <laughs> so guys, um, just a little reminders that you can find me on Instagram or on the website Munai Open Relationship. Uh, it's the same on Facebook and Instagram, Munai Open Relationship. And TikTok. And TikTok. Yeah. And TikTok. And it's the same name. The name, <laughs> you yeah. Know, like we're trying not to confuse you guys. Um, you can also find my book. It's on the website and it's on Instagram. And it's called Dealing with Jealousy. So if you are experiencing jealousy and you're in an open relationship, it's a little bit different than feeling jealous in a monogamous relationship. So I thought it was a good idea to kind of go on that subject. In a book, it's full of exercises. And even if you're in a monogamous relationship, yeah. I will recommend you the book because it's going to help you a lot to deal True. with your own with your own problems in, in terms of jealousy. True. So. And then I think the last thing that I wanted to add is that I do offer some coaching services. So if you are experiencing any type of doubts and issues in your relationship, even if you're single and you think that you would like to be non-monogamous but you're not sure yet, uh, you can contact me and yeah. then uh, we can do uh, some sessions and help you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Are you proud of me? I am. <laughs> well done, Padawan. Thank you. Thank well you. done, Padawan. <laughs> okay, guys, we will see you. We will hear you. We will talk to you next week with a new episode. Sayonara. Ciao. And this, my friends, is the end of the episode. But don't worry, we will be back with the next one really soon. Ciao, ciao! Did you put recording? You put recording. No? Yes, you did. I know your face. I can see your nostrils moving. <laughs> I can tell you, I didn't press it. You did. You didn't. <laughs> you were here and you pressed the button. And no, I pressed the button there. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Okay, there is no video. <laughs> no video for episode 7. Sorry. Was my fault, apparently. <laughs>